Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Would you be the jerk for telling your daughter's boyfriend to stop touching her? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, Am I the jerk for telling my brother that the reason me and my wife don't spend time with their kids is because his wife is terrible? Okay, so me and my wife spend a decent chunk of time with my sister's kids since we don't have any kids and my sister sometimes needs a break from them. So the other night, my brother invited me to his home so that we could chat about something. So he asked me why we never spend time with his family. And I told him pretty bluntly, it's because we just don't like being around his wife, so we just don't spend as much time with his family. Some context on why, me and my wife hate his wife, she is like the absolute worst. She constantly makes uncomfortable jokes to my wife who's from Thailand and it usually the general stuff like, you're just with him for the green card or how much did he buy you for, which makes her incredibly uncomfortable. She's also incredibly judgmental about our choice not to have any kids so we can save money to spend on ourselves. When I brought this up with my brother, he told me that we were just being sensitive and that's just her sense of humor. So I told him until he found a way to get her to be amicable with us, we weren't going to see him outside of family gatherings. I don't see OP as the jerk. I think first of all it's their right to not associate with anybody that they don't really want to associate with. And on top of that, this is a person who kind of makes light of their situation, especially makes them uncomfortable, and you don't have to associate with someone just because there's familial ties if they're the kind of person that, honestly, you'd be much happier not having around. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is... Am I the jerk for telling off my father-in-law after he asked about my weight post giving birth? Okay, so I'm a week postpartum and quite tired and in recovery. My father-in-law is a retired doctor, a GP to be precise. He's generally a kindly man and we haven't had issues in 10 years that I've been with my husband. When I was in the third trimester, I noticed he made a lot of unwarranted and unsolicited comments with regards to my condition. For instance, I had gestational diabetes. He seemed to disagree with the advice of my highly regarded endocrinologist. Then he asked me when I was getting induced into labor and said I should be induced at 38 weeks because of my GD, age, and that my placenta could degrade and result in stillbirth. I found that incredibly insensitive and told my husband that if he says one more thing about my body and our birth choices, which are entirely conventional by the way, I ended up going into spontaneous labor right on 40 weeks and had a smooth delivery. I would have a word with him. Today, he came to visit the baby. He asked me if I've started exercising yet. Both my husband and I were surprised and said no, and my husband added that I needed bed rest, on the advice of both my OB and physio. My physio advised half an hour on my feet per day, building it up gently and going for small walks, with intense exercise from six weeks. Father-in-law said he disagreed. Okay. Then he asked me if I've been weighed yet. That threw us both for a loop. We didn't know why that would matter. Not that it should matter, but I'm a petite woman and have always been skinny. I look appropriate for one week postpartum. Then he said I should be careful about diabetes down the line. My husband asked him what that had to do with my weight, 
and he said, well, you should look to getting back in shape. I saw red. I told him to keep his nose out of my body and that I already had a team of doctors looking after me and he wasn't one of them. He said I'm coming from the point of a concerned father-in-law. I replied that's even more inappropriate and that any more unsolicited comments, I would consider not allowing him in my house. He looked taken aback but apologized, mumbling about concern and then left. He has a history of depression and looked very sad when he departed, which made me doubt myself. Am I the jerk? OP's definitely not the jerk. Whether they're an actual accredited doctor or a father-in-law, if they're not your physician, they're not entitled to your medical information, and honestly, it's probably pretty far out of line for them to be trying to give you medical advice, and then also try to cover it up saying, well, I'm just coming from a concerned father-in-law standpoint. Either way, I think it's more than fair to be upset and tell somebody to back off and stand your ground when they're trying to give you medical advice and they're not any of your physicians. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my parents I need to come first for once? I'm 16, about to turn 17, and I've got a 10-year-old autistic brother. He uses his iPad for everything, to eat, to sleep, to get ready for school, everything. He goes through 7 or 8 a year, which is a huge financial strain on my parents. We were meant to go to my favorite restaurant and an escape room for my birthday, and my parents were meant to be paying for most of that, but I saved some of my own money to help them out a bit. My brother broke his iPad again last week, so my parents had to pay for a new one, and they said they wouldn't be able to take me out for my birthday. I said that was fine, because I still had enough money to pay to take myself for dinner, so I asked for that back from them, and they told me that they had to use it for the new iPad. I got really upset by this and asked them why they do that without even telling me first, and they said because they knew I would say no and that my brother really needed the iPad. I said my brother could have waited a week and that I never come first and that they need to prioritize me for once over him. They both got angry at me and now aren't going to be doing anything for my birthday because they said I need to stop being so selfish and stop being a jerk because I'll never know how hard it is to raise an autistic child and that his needs will always come before my wants. Am I the jerk? I don't want to discredit them in raising this child, and admittedly, I have zero experience or knowledge on how to properly raise a kid in this situation if it's severe, but my gut tells me that just spamming iPads, just giving iPads and letting them blow up with them, I don't know if that's the right way to raise this kid regardless, is it? Personally, I can't blame OP here. It's frustrating, especially considering they used your money that you meant to only contribute to your celebration. Our next story is, am I the jerk for making my partner's daughter use my period underwear? My partner and I live together, and his daughters Leah, 11-year-old female, and Rachel, 8-year-old female, were staying with us. It was school holidays a few weeks ago in our country. I work from home, so the girls were with me during the day. During the school holidays, Leah got her first period. But the problem was, we didn't have pads at home. We have tampons for guests, and I use a menstrual cup slash period underwear. I didn't think getting Leah to use tampons right away was a good idea. It was her first period. She's still young, and I also felt like it would be overstepping if I taught Leah how to use a tampon without permission from her parents. My partner was in a meeting, so his phone was on do not disturb, and he didn't see my call or message until a few hours later. I don't have their mom's contact. 
Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This led to another problem. In our country, you can't leave kids alone until they're 14. I don't have a car, and I don't feel comfortable taking the two kids anywhere on public transport without their parents being aware, especially when one of them bled through their pants. In that situation, I decided to let Leah use my period underwear. It was a little big for her, but it was thoroughly cleaned and dried. Not sure if relevant, but I've only used the underwear once. I'm on birth control and get my period less than once a year. I thought this was the best solution until my partner picks up some pads on his way home. Aside from ensuring Leah that the bleeding was normal, I waited for my partner to get home and discuss with his ex-wife how to give Leah the period talk. My partner has no issues with how I handled it, but his ex-wife, on the other hand, did not react well at all. She said I treated Leah like a second-class citizen because I gave her my used underwear and she wants to change the current custody arrangement from 50-50 to 90-10 because my presence would harm the girls. She also said the fact that we didn't keep pads at home shows that we're unequipped to parent the girls. My partner has my back. He said he would have done exactly what I did and continues to defend me, but I see that he is heartbroken. His ex-wife has engaged her lawyer, and he's engaged his lawyer too, but he's scared he'll lose custody of his daughters, or that this would affect his relationship with his daughters. But was I the jerk? Was giving Leah my underwear inappropriate? Open to your thoughts. I would like to learn from this so I can be a better step-parent figure to the girls. Now, admittedly, I don't have much experience in this field. I don't know if it would or wouldn't have been appropriate to have this crash course on tampons. I think reading the situation, OP did the best they could. This wasn't like some violating thing. This wasn't some like second class citizen thing. Honestly, if all of the facts are laid out in court, I would really find it hard to believe that any court is going to say, yes, considering all that happened, she is an endangerment to those kids, here's a 90-10 custody. I just don't find that realistic. I almost find this to be like a scare tactic. Maybe the greater question is why the mom wasn't prepared for their kid to maybe have this emergency. Our next story is, am I the jerk for what I wore in front of my boyfriend's friend? Two days ago, my 21-year-old female, boyfriend 23-year-old male, had his friends over. I knew they were coming since he told me the night before. It was really warm, surprisingly, and all I was wearing was a sports bra, sort of low cut, and kinda tight shorts. I sat on the couch next to my boyfriend for a little while, whilst they played some game on the TV, and then I went to get some lunch. 
By the time I was finished eating, they had left and my boyfriend completely blew up at me. He said I was dressed like that for attention, I made all of his friends stare at me, I knew what I was doing and that I should have covered up as soon as I saw them. He stormed out and since he came home, he's barely spoken to me. Am I the jerk? Should I have worn something less revealing? I think this screams controlling from him. Maybe it's wearing a little less than usual, but I don't think it's too revealing. It's literally even more than wearing like a bikini. Do you gotta wear a large covering one-piece suit if you go to the beach? Our next story is, am I the jerk for kicking my 72-year-old mother-in-law out of the house at night because she threw away my things? I, 36-year-old female, live with my husband, 41-year-old male. I have a decent relationship with my mother-in-law compared to a lot of the horror stories I hear from friends. She's quite sweet and warm. She is, however, a little over-controlling, over-protective. I'm not sure of the exact word, but she has very strong ideas about things and no sense of boundaries. For example, when she stays at our house, she takes over the kitchen completely and insists on cooking all our meals. She cooks wonderfully, but she won't let me help her at all and puts everything away in the wrong places and then insists that her way is more logical. She only really comes for holidays though and I do like her a lot so I don't mind putting up with these mild annoyances. I'm currently pregnant with our little girl who will be born in a few months. This is a miracle. I really didn't think this would happen, especially so late, but we got lucky. When my mother-in-law heard, she was super excited and said she would come over to help us get ready for the baby. She offered to stay for the next six months or so to help out because my husband and I both work long hours and it'll be hard to handle the baby on top of this. She's also pretty emotionally invested in this because she truly sees herself as part of our family. She arrived a few days ago and set herself up, then she started with the cleaning. I like collecting things from garage sales and such. Things like little sculptures and books and baskets. Stuff a lot of people would consider utter junk. Our house is definitely overstuffed, but it's reasonably tidy and doesn't seem like a hoarder's house or anything. My mother-in-law, on the other hand, likes everything surgically clean. Yesterday, I came home from work to find the house like a war zone. She went through my cabinets and cleared out everything she considered junk and had apparently made several trips to Goodwill before I got home. I was really angry and I asked her why she would ever do this. She said the house has to be tidy for the baby and that it would be dangerous for the baby to be in my cluttered house. Then she took the next huge bag of stuff and tried to walk out the door. I kind of lost it and told her she could get out right now. She was shocked that I was serious, and she said she doesn't have anywhere to go when it's so late. It was about 9.30. I booked her a hotel room and called a taxi. My husband came home an hour later, and when I told him what happened, he was furious with me. He says I disrespected his mom and was ungrateful for everything she's trying to do for us. Am I the jerk? I don't think OP's the jerk at all. I think it's concerning how their husband's acting, though. If I had gone around and collected all these things I liked, all these books, all these kind of tchotchke type things, you invite somebody over who says they're going to help and then they immediately turn around and start dumping your house out to goodwill and trashing it, I'd be just as livid too. I get that you don't want to have like loose sharp items that can fall and hurt the baby or something, but even if there was a bunch of stuff set up that was dangerous, you gotta check in with the person before just dumping their possessions away. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to sleep on the couch? I, 32-year-old male, and my wife, 31-year-old female, got into a heated argument after her friend accused me of hitting on her. 
The other day, on my way from work to home, I came across a friend of my wife and she looked like she was carrying heavy stuff, so I asked if she wanted a ride home. At first, she declined, but as I was leaving, she changed her mind and got into the car. We had a nice chat whilst driving and all was well. I even told my wife about it when I got home. Yesterday, I was confronted by my wife because I allegedly hit on her friend. I obviously denied it and told her the version of events, but apparently I was persistent with said friend when offering her the ride. I only asked twice, and the second time was asking if she was sure. My wife insisted that her friend isn't the type to just lie about something like this. Naturally, I asked why she trusted her friend more than me, and then she told me about how her sister's husband cheated with a friend. I was angry at how I was being compared to someone else based on a mere accusation, and we ended up arguing. Then we were just about to sleep, and she told me to sleep on the couch because she didn't feel comfortable with me. I argued that I wasn't going to be punished for something I didn't do, and after quite a back and forth, I eventually let her have the room and slept in the other one instead. I woke up in the morning to yet another confrontation about why I didn't sleep on the couch. I was obviously baffled and asked why I would sleep on the couch when there's an entire other room. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. According to her, if one spouse tells the other that they should sleep on the couch, then they should do as asked to show that they are sorry. I pointed out that it was ridiculous, especially when you add the fact that I didn't even do anything. Things are now tense, all because I gave someone a lift. Am I the jerk? As long as everything happened exactly the way OP said, I don't think they're the jerk. If anything, if I were in that situation, I feel like I would just go ahead and lay down in my bed and say, Hey, you can choose to sleep on the couch if you want. There's another bedroom. I didn't do anything wrong, and I will not be forced to comply into apologizing for something I didn't do just to, I don't know, make you feel better. I just agree with OP. The whole thing's ridiculous. There might be a lot of people saying, just take this one on the chin, sleep on the couch, and she'll get over it. But I don't think it's good to allow that or to enable that kind of behavior. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not wanting to clean up someone else's child's urine? First, I find it hard to read people's body language. I've always found it difficult to find the right words to say in nearly every situation I find myself in. I work in a cafe, and yesterday a woman came up to the counter and told me, my son has had an accident, it's just a little puddle on the floor. I should have let her finish, but I responded straight away with, there's blue roll and antibacterial spray behind you. I did not expect her response to be, do you want me to clean it up? Yes, please. At that moment, her face changed. She was angry? She stormed off towards the toilets with her mother, I assume, running behind her. 30 seconds later, they came back. Mother and grandmother grabbed a handful of napkins and used them to wipe the urine off the floor and then dumped the napkins on the table and then they both stormed out and slammed the door behind them. I ended up cleaning the urine off the floor anyway. I know I'm responsible for the cleanness of the cafe, but urine? Someone else's child's urine? Is this normal? I've never had this happen to me before working in hospitality. 
it's kind of weird, but like my mind also kind of went to in this situation feeling it's bizarre for them to hand their cleaning stuff to the customers. I feel like it's not maybe a bad idea, but at the end of the day, I think you're almost always going to have to go over it again yourself regardless because you have liability there and you have to make sure it's actually clean. You can't trust that these random people are going to adequately clean this up, even with the right tools and cleaning supplies. That said, if I were the parent, I'd want to try to help out and clean up what I could too. I don't blame OP for wanting them to do at least some part of it, right? Our next story is, am I the jerk for showing up at my girlfriend's unannounced? I, 25-year-old male, showed up to my girlfriend's 30-year-old female, unannounced after she said she didn't feel good. It's not far from me, so I made the decision to stop and check in on her just to see if she needed anything. It's her mother's house. It was 8.41pm that I got there, and I left by 8.43pm for time reference. We've been together for a little over a month and I've been over there later at night dropping things off or working on something. I tapped on the door three to four times in a very slight knock, just using the knuckle of my middle finger, and said a gift I'd gotten her on the front chair, a Halloween wreath for her Jeep. Nobody answered the door, so I just shrugged and left, thinking nothing of it. I come to find out she's ticked at me and her mother said I banged on their door and was there at 10pm and now her mother feels unsafe in her house. I'm very confused because I've never had someone get upset with me for that, especially after I've been there before, met them, and I've been on vacation with her daughter a couple of times already. My girlfriend was also inside but didn't even hear my knocks and was asleep, so she didn't even know I was there. Any advice would be greatly appreciated because I don't think I did anything wrong. I think what OP did here was pretty thoughtful. I don't think they're in the wrong here. I understand them being paranoid, but when they find out what the situation is, they should be an adult and have the level of maturity to understand why OP did what they did, that they're not a creepy predator, that it doesn't justify their fears of feeling unsafe, and that it's not fair to take that out on OP, let alone the fact that they were exaggerating greatly about what went on too. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my sister, told you so, after she got lectured for feeding her parrot an all-seed diet? My sister has always insisted that I was doing my parrot Albert a disservice by feeding him vegetables since there is so much chemical fertilizers and pesticides around these days. The first time this happened, I told her that I buy organic veggies and wash them before feeding him and that he needs them for nutrients since the seeds do not contain enough. She scoffed telling me that her parrot, Jenny, eats only birdseed and is perfectly healthy. Enter my sister's new boyfriend, a vet. He was horrified to learn about her bird's diet and lectured her. When she whined about it over dinner that day, I muttered, Told you so. Our mom said I could be a bit more sympathetic, since my sister really didn't know any better. Definitely not the jerk. I'm glad that she found this boyfriend and I'm glad that she lectured her. I just hope that she takes his advice to heart and listens to both OP and the vet. Our next story is, am I the jerk for calling out a well-known celebrity for parking in a fire lane for over two hours? My son has Sunday practice for his sport at a well-known Los Angeles area private school. This morning, the school was packed with activities, games, and practices, and parking was a nightmare. There were like five things going on at once. A well-known actor, Anyone who watches TVs or movies would instantly recognize him, rolled up for his young son's game and parked in a fire lane and went into the gym. Security drove by the car several times, and I could tell they were looking for the owner, 
so I told them who it was in the gym. Apparently, he blew off security because they came out talking about him, and I heard, Just call the tow company. Actor Dad comes out a minute later looking for security and asked me if I saw where security went. I snarkily say, They went to tow your car. Don't be a butthole and just go move it. He then launches into a loud, Do you know who I am? How much I give to this school? There was no close parking, etc. I came back with, well, the school auctions personal parking spaces for about $50,000 each every year. Maybe give your money there next year. To which he turns a dark shade of red and proceeds to rant as he returned to the gym and still never moved his car. A fellow dad said I was a butthole for calling the guy out because he was famous, but I disagree. Well, definitely not getting brownie points for being a humble, actual human being. I get that in a lot of situations, being recognizable is going to get you a lot of perks. You may be able to live in a city and, despite being paid really well for your job, never have to pay to eat anywhere. But when it comes to parking, you still gotta obey the parking laws. I just wish OP clarified that this guy actually got towed if they didn't move their vehicle. This next story is, am I the jerk for not giving up my 20-year-old female bedroom? For context, I, 20-year-old female, live with my dad, 56-year-old male, after my parents got a divorce when I was 7. I haven't spoken to my mom, 44-year-old female, in 5 years. My dad remarried last year, without telling me. The wife, 40-year-old female, moved in last year in December. To keep it short, she starts arguments with my dad about me. They have all been about me. She wants my bedroom, I have a single end suite, but I'm not giving it up. Bear in mind, I told my dad I will give them the bedroom August 2024 when I go study abroad for a year. A few days ago, she gave me an ultimatum. Either give us the room or get a dorm. I just ignored her. Today I came back from the gym and she was like, Did you decide? I just said no and walked to my bedroom. I feel bad because my dad is stressed, but I'm not backing down. The wife is annoying me. So, am I the jerk? I don't think OP's the jerk. The dad isn't backing them up. The dad seems obviously pretty conflicted and kind of knows that OP deserves to keep their room. OP gave them a very fair deal. I don't think OP's the jerk at all. I just hope it isn't too stressful the rest of the way. This next story is, would I be the jerk if I prioritize my oldest son's wishes above those of my wife and my younger children? I have a son who's now 14 from my first marriage. My first wife died when he was 5 and I remarried when he was 7. My wife and I met several months after I lost my wife. We did not enter into a romantic relationship until 16 months after my first wife's passing. However, I know that from starting the romantic relationship to remarrying, we moved fast. I know it was too fast for my son, who was young at the time and struggled with the change. I did have him in therapy and our relationship did not suffer because of it. He never stopped confiding in me and talking to me, but his relationship with my wife did suffer as a result. He's not close to her and he's not close to his half-siblings. We've done family therapy and my son had therapy to help him with the loss of his mom as well as more recently to help him as he deals with my diagnosis. This all comes into play because I'm terminally ill and my son wants to go live with my late wife's father, brother and his family once I'm gone. He's expressed this to me since the topic of what happens next became a reality we need to prepare for. My wife does not want my son to leave her and the kids after I die. I know my two daughters will miss my son a lot since they're old enough at 5 and 6 to remember him. My son told me he would not be happy staying with my wife and other children. He told me he would rather be with his real family. 
My wife is aware of the conversation my son and I are having over this topic. She spoke on behalf of herself and our kids. She believes I should tell my son he should stay with them since this is his home, and she believes it would spell the end of any sibling relationship if he can get away with never seeing our kids. She believes he could grow more fond of them in time. I spoke to my late wife's family, and they would gladly have my son. They see him regularly as it is, and have always been a part of his life. I trust that they would take amazing care of my son, but I also believe my wife would. I believe my son would be happier with his maternal family. I told my wife this, and she told me she thought I would want my kids to be close after I'm gone. She thought I respected her as an equal parent in our household, and that I would take more than just what my oldest son wants into consideration. She asked me to really think if it would be best for him. I told him I have been thinking about that. She became angry and we fought about it. I hate fighting with her when I don't have long left. She told me I'm showing a lack of concern or care for her and the kids and accused me of being cold about this. Would I be the jerk if I prioritize what my son wants and arrange for him to stay with his maternal family after I die? I definitely don't think OP would be the jerk here. It's incredibly selfish for her to say, well, think about me, think about your other kids. What would we want for him to do with his life? Where do we want him to live? As if the single most important thing isn't what he himself wants. Our next story is, am I the jerk for booking a holiday at the same place my sister will be for her honeymoon? This is a resort that can have a thousand plus people at once, so not like I'll keep running into them. She told me that she found this great discount deal because it's undergoing maintenance and off-season. I don't like swimming in chilly weather, but like the other amenities of the resort, and the location is somewhere I've always wanted to go, so I decided to take a look and found the same deal. Now, my sister's ticked at me saying I'm stealing her honeymoon. I have no plans to be hanging out with or paying any attention to them. Am I the jerk? OP's definitely the jerk. She came here and said, look at this great deal, we're going on our honeymoon. And OP essentially said, I'll tag along, just pretend I'm not there. I know they won't be rooming together. They probably might not even run into each other or be any closer than 15 to 20 feet to each other. But it's just invasive and I know she regrets saying anything. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my daughter's boyfriend to stop groping her? So I, 44-year-old female, have a 20-year-old female daughter, Alexandra, and she has a boyfriend, Marcus, 21-year-old male. When she first introduced us, I was happy and thought he was really nice and good for her. Today, my husband and I had my parents and sister come over to our house. Alexandra was also there and invited Marcus over as well, which I was fine with. After Alexandra was done introducing Marcus to her grandparents and aunt, I noticed that Marcus seemed excessively showing my daughter affection, such as long, drawn-out kissing, hugging her for long periods, and letting her lay sprawled out on him on the couch. It made me feel uncomfortable, but I let it slide, until I noticed Marcus was groping my daughter's butt while they kissed on one of my living room couches. I snapped by yelling, making them break away from each other and said that Marcus needed to stop groping my daughter because it made me uncomfortable and it was disgusting to do in front of other people. There was silence until my daughter stood up and told me that she was leaving in a quiet tone. I tried to stop her, but she left anyways with Marcus. Alexandra later texted me that I was a jerk and a prude for embarrassing her and Marcus like that. I showed the text to my husband, and he said that while I was right, I could have been nicer about it. Honestly, I get why OP acted that way. I'm not gonna lie, it would make me uncomfortable too. 
I think it was just one of those spur of the moment things where you don't really process it, you just go, you guys are going kind of far there, when in reality, OP, okay, probably could have said, Alexandra or Marcus, can I speak to you in the other room or something? You know, something that disengages and doesn't make it such a public spectacle. But can you really fault OP that much? I mean, just imagine it's going on and you want it to stop. I imagine it just kind of came right out. Maybe where OP could be the jerk is admitting that they could have handled it a little bit better and apologized on that part, but I don't really find great fault with what they did. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.